1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
2: We're hanging out here. We show up, go rehearse, and then go out there and watch Iron Maiden. I mean, how cool is that?
1: Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What magazine.
0: And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast. We are bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. And Steph, you're back from Power Trip. You're looking well, my friend. You're sounding good. And you you spent a lot of time with Kirk and James and Rob from backstage at Power Trip. And we're going to hear about all of that. But I want to start with your perspective. How was it? How was the show? What were your impressions?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I've been to uh, many, many festivals in my time, like the Donningtons back in the day and so on and so forth. And this really had a great, a, a nostalgic vibe of those days, but also very, very current and present entertainment. I was thoroughly entertained for the whole weekend. And on paper, for me, I wasn't sure what to expect. These bands have been around for a long, long time. You're never too sure whether the punch and swing is still there. Well, my God, uh, they all... Delivered. I mean, everyone delivered. I mean, Maiden was just a powerhouse. The priest, I was on the soundboard watching The Priest, huge fan that I am. Bigger fan in front of me was uh, a guy called Tom Morello, jumping up and down, punching the air, uh, nudging his kids. Uh, no when Tipton comes out, educating them, saying, look, that's Glenn Tipton. I mean, that was fucking awesome. When Rob Halford rode on on his bike with a riding crop in his mouth during Hellbent yeah, for Leather, yeah. I think, oh, it just, you know, oh, my God, so great. I mean, you know, guns, really, really solid, really strong. AC/DC, I mean, uh, look, I could rattle through all the names tool. Everyone was on point. Production was fantastic. Those screens, I think they're some of the biggest screens I've ever seen at yeah. a festival. Incredible. But, you know, more than anything, what I will take away from this weekend, and and bear in mind, I just got home. It's still kind of whirring through my head. I'm still remembering little stories and things. It was so friendly. The vibes were so good everywhere. Uh, and, That's you know, great. you're going to hear from the guys, as you've already said, the guys will tell us their thoughts. Everyone was just beaming. It was like a huge like we're going on. We're going on a field trip to see all our favourite bands. Oh, and by the way, uh, we get to play as well.
0: That is exactly what I, I felt from, you know, again, I was enjoying on social media. I was living vicariously through all of my friends who were there, including you. And I saw plenty of shots of the band members enjoying the show, just like anyone else, just staring up at the stage at, at various points. So can we get into it? Because you did talk to everybody. We've mentioned that. Can we Can we start with, um, who do you want to start with, Kirk? Yeah, I think we should start
1: with Kirk, uh, just because there was that, you know, this is the moment it really hit me that, wow, I'm in amongst the biggest fans of these bands around. Maybe. <laughs> bigger than anyone out in the crowd was when everyone was on the soundboard just staring at Iron Maiden, almost open-jawed, like, you know, oh my God, it's our heroes! <laughs> Kirk, take it away.
3: In 1980, Iron Maiden was like my fucking favorite band. You know, they are a fucking huge influence on Exodus. We, when, when Exodus first four, when we played, we covered the song Iron Maiden. How so bad was it? Yeah, kick, kick it was horrible. <laughs> well, the, the way we when we played it, horrible. Um, but uh, <laughs> song is yeah. And then you know, seeing Guns was great because I had you know it's been a while since I'd I seen those guys, and you know they they, they sound so much together. You know, they seemed a little bit more stripped down from, from you know, back in the day when they used to be on, you know, when we were on stage with them or, you know, you know, had, had to, oh, quite a big production. But, uh, you know, I like stripped down guns. It's great. It reminds me of back when I, you know, back in the day in the late 80s when I would see them, you know, in much pretty much the same format, you know, not that much different. And it was great to see that, that chemistry between Axel and Slash and Duff, you know, it was very cool.
1: By the way, person interrupting was legendary uh, photographer, Ross Halfin, who took that amazing picture that's been seen everywhere on our social yeah. media and all over of James and Kirk air guitaring, watching the <laughs> Mighty Priest. Yeah. just And, and just another yeah, another ingredient of the whole weekend, you know, typical, that banter that you just heard, that's kind of what was going down as great.
0: I, I follow Ross as well on socials and it was just like watching him hang with all his buddies. <laughs> he was at some yeah. kind of family reunion. <laughs> There's that
1: great picture uh, that our producer actually was just talking to us about where it's Ian Hill. <laughs> I think it's Ian Hill, Duff and Rob. They're just all hanging out like, you know, yeah, Ross. yeah, it was like Ross. It was like Ross took a family album Yeah. this weekend. He was shooting a family album. This is what people need to understand. And it's another reason that Metallica are who they are. It's because they love it. They still love it. I don't think they missed a band. It's fucking cool. It is.
0: I'm very excited for people to hear your conversation with James on all of this. Um, You you spent some time with him uh, backstage. So set this up for everybody. James was beaming
1: as much Hmm. as anyone. I mean, you know, again, we'll refer back to that picture. I mean, that was a moment. There were many of them. He was more than happy to sit down and explain to me (laughs) how these guys ended up being able to see all these bands it's kind of called you know make your job work for you day i think (laughs) let's let's (laughs) let him explain it shall we an
2: interesting fact lars never rehearsed ever until i don't know i'd say maybe four or five years ago he started really getting into rehearsing and now he'll i mean he'll rehearse four days for a two-hour set which is what he needs to do, which is awesome. Um, so there was going to be rehearsals down at HQ for a couple days beforehand, and I said, I'm, just, I'm not going to show up, guys. I'm gonna, I would love it if we could find a rehearsal place here, because I'd love to see all these other bands. And, and Robert got on board, and then we found a place you know, over here in the polo grounds to rehearse, and I'm grateful that Lars was up for it. Uh, So they did their rehearsals down there and then we came up and I, you know, we have rehearsals and get to watch these bands. It's so freaking cool to have your own compound at a festival for all the days of the festival, you know. And we're, it's like camping. We're we're camping. We're hanging out here. Uh, We show up, go rehearse, and then go out there and watch Iron Maiden. I mean, how cool is that? So... For me, there's a lot of inspiration in every single band that's played here. You know, just looking up ages, I know age is bullshit. I mean, there's plenty of the guys in these bands that are early 70s, late 60s, and it's inspiring. And the fact that they're up there still kicking ass in this kind of heat was fantastic. Um, But every single one of those bands have been a part of our childhood and our upbringing in our Metallica adventure so it's really cool to be a part of this and uh, we used to hang out a bunch together in the early days you know like at all the festivals we would go to and hang out you know yeah we would play early on and then get to watch all the other bands after and we would hang out it kind of felt like that again obviously it was a different day but we're all here hanging out and it's really fun it's really fun to see I mean, I get, I just kind of realized that, you know, we're, we're down in the very front, looking up, you know, Rob Halford riding out on a motorcycle, and there's fans behind us looking at us. Like, they're watching us enjoy that. You know, how cool. I guess that's pretty cool, you know. But we're we're, we're fans at the end of the day. We wanted to be in the mix and see it. So um, it's been a fantastic weekend.
1: So, I mean, one thing to note, <laughs> as you can hear, I wasn't the only one impressed by Rob Halford on his bike. Which <laughs> <Right? laughs> is like, kind of cool to think about. We're all like, you know, hey, he's on his bike. I Look, there's a moment that came through my mind on the soundboard as we were all watching Iron Maiden. Rod Smallwood, the Iron Maiden manager, was there. Lars went up. Gave him a big hug, like handshake. was really happy to see him. James was there. I was standing behind them watching. And it brought me back to a memory I have from 1985 of when we were all, Rod Smallwood, Lars, James, myself. We were in a house in Sunset Boulevard, which I believe was Rod's, listening to a mixtape of Master of Puppets. Like one of the rough mixtapes. This was early 1986. Just, you know, the reverence that these guys have always had for for Iron Maiden and for Rod Smaud hasn't disappeared at all. The reverence for Rob Halford, you saw pictures that I think Ross has posted of Rob and the guys. They just look like kids who have won a meet and greet. (laughs) It's great. All of them, pictures of Glenn Tipton, kids that won a meet and greet. And, you know, I bring us back to ACDC. There we all are. Kids that want to meet and greet. It was great. That's how it was. That's the whole vibe. So, And I'm so glad that, you know, you could hear it in James's voice, right? I mean, could you hear that?
0: Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. it was was great. And we're going to take a quick break, but then we're going to find out how Metallica's set was at Power Trip. Okay. We're talking power trip. We heard from Kirk, we heard from James and Steph was at the, at the festival this past weekend and we're kind of reliving his time there. I got to know, how was Metallica set? How did it compare to M72, the tour that's been going on and how did it fit into the whole ethos of Metallica right now?
1: Yeah. Several answers in one that I have to give there. I'll start with the M72 angle. There were enough hints that you knew that this show was part of M72. Right. But make no mistake, this was a festival set designed to be what it was, uh, one of the biggest metal shows ever that you yeah, there has been. Setless reflected that. Uh, two absolutely monstrous, uh, you know, Fate of Black, Orion, uh, you know, monstrous uh, songs in the middle of it all, puppets closing, I, uh, you know. Yes. this is, You know, these guys know how to put a festival set together. And fandom aside, let's be blunt everyone wants to kind of come out winning a little bit more. I'm sure of of it. I didn't talk to him about this. I don't have to. That's what this band is about. That's the, you know, they like to bring, they like to bring a little more. Right. And Mm so they went out there and bought their A game, you know, I mean, even there was, there was this moment where Kirk flubbed, um, flubbed. I think it was the beginning of nothing else matters. I believe he just stopped and he just said, Hey, sorry guys, got this one wrong and it's all cool. And, But it's great. The confidence to do that makes it cooler than like, you know, like struggling with it and everything. And, you know, they all bought the fire as they always do. I thought it was a great set, but... (laughs) <laughs> far be it for me to talk about it. You know, there are other people who are better placed to address this than me.
0: And to that, let's close with Rob Trujillo. Steph, you caught him as often as you do jumping into the van after the gig. <laughs> this poor guy. I, I sneak in the back of his van as we as we
1: leave the gig and he's like getting in in his towel and he's like in his bathrobe. And then I'm like, hey, do you want to give an instant reaction? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I, So this is what happens when you shove a mic under the nose of a dude who's just left the power trip stage. Here it is
2: all right yeah cool what's happening everybody so tonight's show power trip 2023 was awesome a lot of dust a lot of heat a lot of sweaty individuals i'm sure it was a long day for a lot of people to stand through all that crazy heat but you know what it was a lot of fun it was well worth it dream come true the whole weekend all the bands a lot of our heroes, most of, most of our heroes actually on that stage. So we got to, we got to love that. We were fans just like everybody else standing out there for all the sets. So that was an amazing adventure for us. And we had a lot of fun playing too. Yeah. I'd, I I can't wait to do it again, man. Power trip, uh, 2025, 2026.
1: By the way, if you caught that extra voice in there, that's Chloe Trujillo. So uh, she was with us, so was Lula. Ty was not, he was doing his own gig. Thank you to the Trujillos, as ever, for having this straggler in the van <laughs> with them. They're, they're always carting me around, those guys. Love them for it. Uh, man, I uh, kind of bummed. I got to go back to normal life, put my yeah, air you guitar do. away. Uh, <laughs> get my energy back this has been really an exciting exhausting just amazing time it really has and i know four other gentlemen who are feeling exactly the same right now
0: thank you for listening everybody and remember to follow and share the podcast to be entered in the monthly exclusive metallica merch package giveaway all you got to do is head to pantheonpodcast.com slash metallica to enter
1: and next week we'll talk to a good friend of ours from metallica world rv Vinoka. About the new single from his band Goodnight Texas featuring Kirk Hammett and titled Runaways. So until then, see, see ya! ya. Oh! The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media, and Pop Cult. If you like what we're
0: doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Be sure to visit metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast.
0: Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.